0: When you've got questions, he always has an answer. It's Sean Hannity, this afternoon at 2, right before Joe Walsh at 5, on AM 560, The Answer.
1: Good morning, Dan and Amy. So should President Trump be swayed by the siren song of the left? Just open the government. Just end the partial shutdown, and we continue talking. He was asked about that at a press briefing before he met with the wonder twins, Pelosi and Pagliacci, and... Uh, Thankfully, Trump is a little bit more sagacious than the D.C. press corps. If he walks from border security, which is what preemptively ending the partial shutdown would signal, here's what happens.
0: There is tremendous support. Right now, if I did something that was foolish, like gave up on border security, the first ones that would hit me are my senators. They'd be angry at me. The second ones would be the House And the third ones would be, frankly, my base and a lot of Republicans out there and a lot of Democrats that want to see border security. Okay.
1: Okay. uh, So uh, if you add up uh, those component parts, that means he doesn't get reelected president, is what he's saying. And he's right. For more on this topic, we're pleased to be joined by Sean Duffy. He's a Republican congressman from north of the Cheddar Curtain, Since we seventh congressional in, in Wisconsin. Yeah, we got a couple left. We have a couple bouncing around down downstate, not <laughs> yeah, up in Chicago Davis. Metro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sean, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Is, hey
0: Dan, uh, thanks for having me on.
1: Is the president right uh, if he uh, if he gives up on border security, which is what uh, just reopening the government without any funding for border security that he's requested would mean? then he's done, and so are Republicans.
0: I, well, uh, listen, I, I think people would be incredibly disappointed. And the one point I disagree with his statement on is it would probably be the House members first who would be angry with him, and then the Senate, who would mm. next be angry, uh, were the ones that kind of pushed him into um, making sure he engaged in this fight on border security. But this was, I mean, this was the, the, the main tenant of his campaign, which was, I'm going to secure the border. I'm going to build a wall. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think it's th- that if this doesn't happen, He'll have real problems in the 2020 election, and, it's, and I think he was right. It's not just Republicans; it's Independents and Democrats who see the threat at the border. And uh, if you look, I think I saw a poll that you know 46% of Americans want uh, the wall to be built. It's a, it's a, it's a uh, plurality. Uh, the point is, with ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN, The Washington Post, The New York Times, all of them are pushing are pushing back against the president and Republicans on border security. And still, that many Americans agree with this issue, even with all the left-wing press pushing back against it. Which means, I mean, this has really struck a chord with the American people. And, and we—I was talking to the vice president and Kirsten Nielsen a couple nights ago, and, and they brought up some interesting stats. I mean, 17,000 migrants were arrested at our border that had criminal records. Now, not a criminal record that they crossed the border unlawfully, but an additional criminal record. I mean, so these are not just always good people who want to come in and work in the country. And I'll, I'll grant, grant you there's a lot of good people who just want to come to work. But there's a, another segment of, of criminals, MS-13 gang members uh, that want to get into the country. There's the drug trafficking that's coming across our southern border. We know that we have terrorists now trying to come into Central America and join the caravans to gain access to our country. It's important that we know who comes in and out. Uh, and the, that, the, that the president continues to engage in the fight, I think, is incredibly important. Um, not just politically but this is important for the american people um, well congressman we the by, by the way it's, yeah. it's also important that if we're going to get immigration reform done which i think is really really important the first the first step in in making immigration reform happen is border security
2: yeah well i don't know if you know this breaking news share you know the perform you know who Cher is mm-hmm. she's even trying to convince nancy via a tweet saying nancy give him the money for his wall what is so so- that-
1: what does Sonny, f- Sonny Bono think? Oh, too soon.
2: Oh, too, yeah, he's oh, out sorry. skiing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Right. Um, so, yeah, is gosh, the president. You guys are bad. I know, bad. we're horrible. Hey, that's it's, Amy, not me. Hey, <laughs> we I admit it. But do you think the president's support, Republican support, is slipping a little bit? I mean, yesterday you had eight Republicans breaking with the president on that bill to reopen the IRS and the Treasury Department.
0: You know, I, I don't know that it's slipping. I think what's, what, what is a real problem for Republicans, we, we want people who put in a, a day's work to get a day's pay. And when you see TSA agents and border security agents, we start to see government workers who, um, who have been going to work not getting a paycheck. A lot of Americans live paycheck to paycheck. They can't pay a mortgage or they can't put food on their table. It's really going to stress those families out, and, and that's bothersome to a lot of us. And so I think that's the that's real concern. Yeah, but um, but, 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 but uh, Go ahead. I was going to say, you, you, you know, uh, you, you, you look, you uh, I don't know. You, you look at where Democrats are at, and you know they have this idea that hey, open up the government, Mr. President, and we'll negotiate with you tomorrow on border security. Let's become crystal clear that Nancy Pelosi isn't going to give more than one dollar to border security, nor is Chuck Schumer. Their their liberal base has gotten so radical. And they hate the president so much that this would be a perceived win for the president, and and then therefore they can't give it to him. So I I hope he doesn't fall into that trap. That open it up now and we'll negotiate. Well, they're never going to negotiate with him because they won't um, give him a win, which is building a wall. So it's it's either now or never.
1: It's a sea of rhetoric that has no port, and that's the point. And I think that to back to your point about the D.C. press corps and the coverage and these uh, uh, shutdown, shakedown. Stories, these hysterical stories from these outlets. Uh, this, the audience is the is congressional Republicans, because I think that the Democrats see this as a kill shot more than the Mueller report, more than impeachment. This could be a kill shot for this presidency and the next two years, uh, if uh, if there's surrender on this issue, and, uh, and, yeah, no, and 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 this is what congressional Republicans need to understand, which is why. I think the president should veto that, uh, you know, open the IRS, open the Treasury. It's like stick to the four corners of the argument that is penetrating because it is common sense. It is rooted in the tangible. You made it at the outset. People are assimilating it through the jungle of the D.C. press corps hysterical stories that I referenced. So just stick right there and hold your ground.
0: Yeah, it, it, When we talk about the press, so in, in the uh, shutdown that happened uh, was it in uh, 2013, um, it was over Obamacare. We had just taken over the new Congress Republicans had, and um, we didn't want to give Barack Obama money to fund Obamacare. And so we had a government shutdown, and what Republicans tried to do is say, okay, well, we'll start walking through, you know, different appropriation bills that don't touch Obamacare. We'll fight that one later. And the DC press corps was like, "Well, you can't do that. Why don't you do them right. all together? Right. You can't do right. one piecemeal by piecemeal." So they were they were opposed to us doing that to Barack Obama then, right? But today they're like, "Well, let's just do them one by one." I mean, they'll again, which just we all know this, and your listeners know this: the 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 liberal media is in the pocket of the Democrat Party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, what, what what really gets me is when Nancy Pelosi talks about it's immoral. A wall is immoral. Well, we all know that. You know, Chuck Schumer and Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton all supported uh, a a border fence in in, uh, 2006 and again in uh, 2013. But over 400 people died coming from Central America to our border last year alone. 400 people lost their lives on this really dangerous journey. You heard the president mention in his address that uh, a third of the women are sexually assaulted on the journey. And that's a stat that comes from Doctors Without Borders who are helping with the migrants. Uh, as they try to come into our country, so it's not even a government stat; it's a Doctors Without Borders stat. And so, when you look at humane policy, if you secure the border, you take away the incentive of of people to come north, thinking they can just walk into our country. They won't make the journey. They'll actually maybe apply for asylum in their home country at an American embassy, and if they get it, they can get it in an airplane and they can fly here. And if you have a, I mean, just if you have a a, a two thousand plus mile border, people can run across that at any point. And to try to have border agents secure that whole border with their boots or their trucks or even with technology is really challenging. A border wall can funnel people into different points of entry, which allow the border agents uh, more easily uh, 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 able to do their job, which is assess those who are coming in and out. I mean – Walls work. They work for the Vatican. They work for Barack Obama. They, they work, work for um, Israel. They work for Mexico they work on its southern Israel. border. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> yes.
2: So President Trump heads to Mexico today. Do you know any details about what he's – I mean, I know he's meeting with Border Patrol agents, and I think he's going to McAllen, Texas, correct?
0: Yeah, and, and we don't know much uh, more of the details uh, from that. But again, the, the president, uh, though I don't know that he was at his best in the, in the Oval Office with a, with a strictly scripted address, The president is is a great messenger and um, he's great off the cuff. And I think the message that's going to come from the border is going to just add on what he did uh, two nights ago in his uh, in his address from the Oval Office. And again, uh, I I think he's touching the American people, showing, you know what, I am compassionate about what's happening on the border. I'm I'm concerned about the people that are are trying to come in and the risks that they face on their journey. But I'm also concerned about the American people. Um, I'm concerned about. Our jobs. I'm concerned about the drug flow. I'm concerned about the dangerous folks, whether it's gang members or potential terrorists. Uh, All of this is concerning. And I think when he lays it out in such a compassionate way, like he did a couple of nights ago, that resonates. We've had uh, some trouble with with suburban moms in our party. Uh, You saw that in greater Chicago. We saw that in different parts of Wisconsin. And I think when he speaks from the heart about the, the human struggle of this open border, I think that goes a long way to help him make the case for border security. Um, for a lot of people who you know feel compassion for those who are trying to come, but when he messages it in a way that it's actually not compassionate, this policy, it's actually you know really cruel. I think that uh, that puts a, a period on the point.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, look, I, I agree with the issue of you know not coming across as malicious, okay, but but I think there's another piece of this, and it he needs to address the sentimentality that the left traffic's in and the sentimentality, the expression of that on this issue is the, you know, the model and stories about the first paycheck these federal workers are going to miss. And again, I understand. I don't want anybody to miss a paycheck. I want everybody to support their families. You know, stipulate to all of the above, all of the obvious things. Nobody's trying to be punitive to anybody. But here's the thing. Nobody lives in a world without consequences. Nobody. Nobody has you know, guarantees, inviolable guarantees in this life, in this world. And uh, everybody is impacted. Federal workers are impacted. Non-federal workers are impacted. They're impacted by how the government manages itself. They're impacted by how we do or do not secure our border. You want to talk about, you know, your immediate struggles. How, you want me to introduce you to Ronil Singh's family out in Newton, California? Uh, I mean, so so let's have an adult conversation, too, to say, I respect your position and your concerns about your family and your economic security. But I also respect... And I'm concerned about what's happening to people like Reneal Singh and Kate Steinley. And we've got myriad cases in Illinois, uh, uh, Denny, uh, uh, Dennis McCann, uh, Eric Brady's wife down in Muhammad in central Illinois. I could name others whose lives and family lives have been inalterably changed because of people in this country who shouldn't be here, even though they represent a small percentage of those in this country legally, who killed people much less all of the other crimes. And so I, I think that there's not enough willingness of Republicans to stand and deliver on this, to be empathetic on the one hand, but also to put it between people's eyes to say, we all gotta be adults here and we gotta come to some solution here. I've had DACA, a dreamer deal on the table for 18 months and they don't care about those kids and they don't care about federal workers and they don't care about anybody except amassing political power for themselves. And if that's the approach they're gonna take, then I'm gonna do what's necessary to uh, do what we all agree is the commonsensical thing.
0: Well, first of all, I think it's important that we recognize the plight, uh, not only of, of the victims of illegal immigration, but workers who aren't getting paychecks. We're just we're, we, we recognize that and, and, you, and you feel for them. But if Democrats want a solution to this, uh, they also can say, OK, Mr. President, we'll negotiate. Let's open this thing up so people get paychecks. The liberal media wants to put all the blame on us. They should actually say, OK. What are you going to do, Nancy? How are you going to sit down and negotiate this deal? And, you know, I, 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 I've I got a, a wife and I've got eight kids. And if when I negotiate with my wife, if I get, you know, 30 percent, I'm a winner in that negotiation because <laughs> I don't usually get that much. right? At no no one. So if you look at p- p- the president wants five point seven billion, Nancy Pelosi wants to give one dollar. The way you get a resolution, if you really care about getting a, a, a resolution to this issue is you sit down and you talk about it and go, OK, we're, everyone's going to be a winner here. Everyone's going to be a loser. We're not going to give you 5.7, Mr. President, but we do understand you want border security. Let's figure out a number that works for both of us. But what Nancy and Chuck have done is said, here's what's going to happen. We're going to try to bludgeon you and bludgeon the government worker and say, we're not going to give anything to border security. We're not going to work for a resolution. We want you to tap out and and, uh, call uncle and we win, you lose. That's not the way negotiations work. and you know, if they're willing to sit down and cut a deal, that'll be great. But the president's now realizing they're not, and I think he's going to go to some other, um, other options to actually secure the border and build the wall. I don't necessarily like them, but I think he's actually going to do them because he thinks this is so important.
1: Sean Duffy, Republican congressman from Wisconsin 7th. Sean, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate
0: it. Yeah, you guys have a great morning. Thanks for having me on. You too.
2: And he joined us on our turnkey.pro answer line.
0: There's only one radio show in Chicago talking about today's biggest stories and telling you what they really mean. That show is this one. Chicago's Morning Answer on AM560, The Answer.